0: Sunday of Advent. I welcome visitors who are joining with us. All of you are most welcome. Today, we're going to be lighting the third of our Advent candles on the Advent wreath and our Deals Lay reader, Cairn MacAlpine, is going to light the candle for us. Today we see
1: that the first two candles of the Advent wreath are lit the candle of hope and the candle of peace. Now we light the third candle of Advent. This is the candle of joy. As the coming of Jesus, our Saviour, draws nearer, Our joy builds with our anticipation of his birth. From the New Testament, the words of Paul to the Galatians, the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, generosity, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. If we live by the Spirit, let us also be guided by the Spirit.
0: Let us pray. We joyfully praise you, O Lord, for the fulfillment of your promise of a Saviour, and what that means in our lives. Thank you for the gift of salvation through the birth of your Son, Jesus. Create us in you as we wait, and help us to see your glory as you fill our lives with your Holy Spirit. Amen. The Lord be with you. And also with you. Beloved in Christ, we come together to offer to almighty God our worship and praise and thanksgiving. To confess our sins and to receive God's forgiveness to hear his holy word proclaimed, to bring before him our needs and the needs of the world, and to pray that in the power of his spirit, we may serve him and know the greatness of his love. Let us confess our sins to God our Father. Heavenly Father, we have sinned against you and against our neighbor in thought and word and deed, through negligence, through weakness, through our own deliberate fault, by what we have done and by what we have failed to do. We are truly sorry and repent of all our sins. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, who died for us, forgive us all the past and grant that we may serve you in newness of life, to the glory of your name. Amen. Almighty God, who forgives all who truly repent, have mercy on you, pardon and deliver you from all your sins, confirm (coughs) and strengthen you in all goodness, and keep you in eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. O Lord, open our lips. O God, make speed to save us. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. Praise the Lord. Glory Glory to
2: All the Advent lessons look towards the coming of the Lord. Here are verses Jesus applied to himself as the one who brought liberty, justice, and gladness to the world. The Old Testament reading is from Isaiah chapter 61, beginning at verse 1. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me, because the Lord has anointed me. He has sent me to bring good news to the oppressed, to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and release to the prisoners, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favour and the day of vengeance (coughs) of our God, to comfort all who mourn, to provide for those who mourn in Zion, to give them a garland instead of ashes, the oil of gladness instead of mourning, and the mantle of praise instead of a faint spirit. They will be called oaks of righteousness, the planting of the Lord to display his glory. They shall build up the ancient ruins. They shall raise up the former devastations. They shall repair the ruined cities, the devastations of many generations. For I, the Lord, love justice. I hate robbery and wrongdoing. I will faithfully give them their recompense and I will make an everlasting covenant with them. Their descendants shall be known among the nations and their offspring among the peoples. All who see them shall acknowledge that they are people whom the Lord has blessed. I will greatly rejoice in the Lord my whole being shall exult in my God, for he has clothed me with the garments of salvation. He has covered me with the robe of righteousness, as a bridegroom decks himself with a garland and as a bride adorns herself with her jewels. For as the earth brings forth its shoots and as a garden causes what is sown into it to spring up, so the Lord shall cause righteousness and praise to spring up before all the nations.
3: There was a man sent from God. Before Jesus, there came John the Baptist, witnessing the light of the world, pointing beyond himself to the one who stands among us as God incarnate. The New Testament reading is from John chapter 1, beginning at verse 6. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify to the light so that all might believe through him. He himself was not the light, but he came to testify to the light. This is the testimony given by John when the Jews sent priests and Levites from Jerusalem to ask him, who are you? He confessed and did not deny it, but confessed, I am not the Messiah. And they asked him, what then? Are you Elijah? He said, I am not. Are you the prophet? He answered, No. Then they said to him, Who are you? Let us have an answer for those who sent us. What do you say about yourself? He said, I am the voice of one crying out in the wilderness. Make straight the way of the Lord as the prophet Isaiah said. Now they had been sent from the Pharisees. They asked him, why then are you baptizing if you are neither the Messiah, nor Elijah, nor the prophet? John answered them, I baptize with water. Among you stands one whom you do not know, the one who is coming after me. I am not worthy to untie the thong of his sandal, This took place in Bethany, across the Jordan, where John was baptising.
4: speak in the name of God, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. I'm selecting a few words this morning from both of the readings from the Old Testament and the New. The Lord has anointed me to bring good tidings to the afflicted, as we heard in the Old Testament, and John sent from God a voice crying in the wilderness from the gospel according to John. Unless you and I have hearts of stone, we've been troubled, greatly troubled I'm sure, by the desperate scenes of misery, destruction and helplessness depicted on our television screens recently, resulting from hatred and emotions of revenge that have erupted out of control on the streets of Gaza and southern Israel. Homes and lives have been destroyed in an orgy of terror and killing. You and I could imagine what it would be like if some members of our families had been caught up in those shocking events or similarly in other parts of the world that continue to be blighted by aggression, terrorism, and violence. This morning's Old Testament reading could have been addressing and acknowledging contemporary events, and not those that occurred thousands of years ago. The Lord has anointed me to bring good tidings to the afflicted. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and to comfort all who mourn." Do those words sound familiar? Well, no surprise if that's the case, because they are recorded in the Gospel, that is, in the New Testament where Jesus quotes them in the synagogue in Nazareth at the beginning of his ministry. But what are those words all about? Was it a sermon about the importance of working for social justice? That's relevant, because we cannot overlook God's concern for the poor and oppressed, and the obligation on Christians to work for a better and a more egalitarian society at home and overseas? Or was it essentially and exclusively directed at the Jews returning from exile in Babylon nearly three thousand years ago, who found their homes destroyed and many of their relatives taken into exile or killed? Maybe. It's a historical event from centuries ago, but it can and it does include lessons for you and for me. Or is the passage referring to the spiritually oppressed and the morally bankrupt, not only then, but in every age? Personally, I believe that all the options I've listed are valid and important. There is a positive note overriding all those questions, namely that God will change the circumstances of those who acknowledge their own shortcomings. And that, of course, is a central theme of the Advent season, associated with that strange and turbulent individual we call John the Baptist. Out of the dust and the mist and the confusion of our lives emerges a figure who at first sight may be difficult to identify, but with clarity, Christians, that is, followers of Christ, acknowledge as the Messiah. Transforming our world from the devastation of the past and now the present will require more than a memory of events beyond us. The problems in our world and in our own lives may seem intractable, and hopelessness may be at times abound. But by God's Spirit and guidance, goodness, we have to believe can prevail. Repentance is never a popular theme, even though an admission of our own faults is included at virtually every service here in St. Columbus. The need to repent of our shortcomings and failings is a call to every human being unless we are misguided enough to think that we are perfect or infallible. The Advent hymn, which is featured on some occasions in this season, contains a verse to which most of us should pay more than lip service from time to time. It reads, O come, O come, O bright and morning star, and bring us comfort from afar. Dispel the shadows of the night and turn our darkness into light. In some respects, I believe that John the Advent Saint didn't help the mission of Jesus. Even by the standards of the time, he was considered by some critics, and it's no surprise to be mentally unstable a firebrand who was fearless in his denunciation of those he accused of being immoral and corrupt. Why in the Christian gospel tells us that John was a man sent from God, he not only dwelt in the wilderness, but he was a voice crying in the wilderness. Pessimists or are they realists? Will say that we live in 2023 in a spiritual wilderness. Now, that may be disheartening when it seems that so many treat the Christian message as they do today with total indifference. However, as we proceed from Advent towards Christmas, we need to remember. That Christ has crossed the wilderness of time and space to show us how to live. Like the succession of storms and challenging weather conditions that we've experienced in recent weeks and months, we may have to contend with the storms of life personally and globally. In Advent, We are compelled, like it or not, to face up to the stormy message of John the Baptist. But we are told that if we persevere and hold fast to the things of faith, then we can experience an inner peace. A blessing used regularly at services in Advent Seems to me to be a suitable way to conclude this address as we reflect on the news that Isaiah felt anointed by God to bring to the afflicted. And the words, Christ, the Son of Righteousness, shine upon you, gladden your hearts, and darken and scatter, rather the darkness from before you. And so to God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit be ascribed as his most justly Jew, all might, majesty, dominion, power, and glory. Henceforth and forevermore. Amen.
0: I believe in God, the Father almighty, creator of heaven and earth, The communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. pray. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. (laughs) Show us your mercy, O Lord. O Lord, save the King. Let your ministers be clothed with righteousness. Let your sons let your sons o Lord, save your people. And, and those who be Give peace in our time, O Lord. And let your glory be over all the earth. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And the colleagues for today, the third Sunday of Advent. O Lord Jesus Christ, who at your first coming sent your messenger to prepare your way before you, grant that the ministers and stewards of your mysteries may likewise so prepare and make ready your way by turning the hearts of the disobedient to the wisdom of the just, that at your second coming to judge the world, we may be found an acceptable people in your sight, for you are alive and reign with the Father and the Holy Spirit, one God, world without end. Amen. Almighty God, give us grace to cast away the works of darkness and to put on the armor of light, now in the time of this mortal life, in which your Son, Jesus Christ, came to us in great humility, that on the last day, when he shall come again in his glorious majesty to judge the living and the dead, we may rise to the life of mortal through him who is alive and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Amen. O God, the author of peace and lover of concord, to know you is eternal life, and to serve you is perfect freedom. Defend us in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in your protection, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Go before us, Lord, in all our doings, with your most gracious favor, and further us with your continual help, that in all our works, begun, continued, and ended in you, we may glorify your holy name, and finally, by your mercy, attain everlasting life. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen.
1: And we continue in prayer. John the Baptist came to bear witness to the coming of Christ, the light of the world. In the hustle and bustle of these days before Christmas, It is easy to forget why we are busy. Let us therefore in this coming week, remember that it is you Lord for whom we are preparing. May we step back from the rush and take time to reach out to others. Help us to turn our focus towards those who might not yet know you. Christ comes for everyone. May we fully open our hearts and proclaim your good news. Let our faces radiate with the joy of your coming so that everyone will want to know more of you and the gift of life you freely give. This we ask in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. You are Emmanuel, God with us. This morning we pray for all those who, for whatever reason, especially need to feel God's presence at this time. We pray for all those who may be experiencing fear, illness, grief, or other darkness. We bring before you, Lord, all those known to us in special need of your comfort and care. And we remember all those on our parish prayer list. Heavenly Father, bring comfort to all who mourn the passing of a loved one. We think especially in our own parish of the Stuart, the Clark, the Barton, and the Wilson families. Lord, we thank you that you are with us always through whatever life holds for us. We give ourselves to you in joy and sorrow, in sickness and health, in life and in death, in time and for eternity. Make us and keep us your own. And this we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Lord, you are the Prince of Peace. We pray for the nations of our world, thinking especially of the many areas where there is violence and destruction. God, our Father, we pray for civilians and service people caught up in the cruel circumstances of war. We think of those who have responsibility for government and decision-making. Give to them a vision of peace and reconciliation, wisdom to know your will, regard for your laws, and respect for human rights so that they may lead us in the paths of truth, freedom, and peace. Lord, speak peace where nations meet, justice where ideas clash, mercy where power reigns, and healing where minds and bodies hurt this we ask in jesus name amen Amen. lord through tonight's carol service and as we make ready for christmas help us to pause to reflect on your unfailing love and allow the unfolding nativity story to penetrate and influence our hearts amen Amen. (coughs) <clears> Thank <throat> you.
0: is the greatness and the power and the glory and the victory and the majesty for all things come from you and of your own we give you. Let us pray. In a moment of silence let us bring our own prayer of intercession our thanksgiving before God, for those individuals known to us in need of God's comfort and strength, for those challenges known unto us where we need God's guidance to direct us forward, for those thanksgivings that were not on our own, but that God is with us to sustain us. In silence, we pray. Lord, in your mercy. Christ, the Son of Righteousness, shine upon you, gladden your hearts, and scatter the darkness from before you. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be with you and remain with you always. Amen we now have our final hymn.